Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Bonjour. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Coming to you live from Japan. Well, actually, that's not entirely true. I am still in Hong Kong as I'm recording this.、Um, but when you hear this, I will be well and truly、uh, in Japan, probably driving down a highway somewhere looking for a hot spring and a udon shop, if possible. It's my favorite thing to do hot spring and udon in Japan. Anyway, I also wonder what it's going to be like actually speaking Japanese in Japan again. Because I, I, I think I probably talked about this before, but I've got a kind of funny experience with Japanese because I,、um, Whenever, when I was living in Japan, I always felt that my Japanese wasn't good enough and for obvious reasons. It never is when you're in the country, right?、Um, but it improved quite a lot since I left because when you meet、uh, Japanese people outside Japan and, and they, they appreciate you so much speaking in Japanese, that really is a big confidence booster, right? So I wonder what it's going to be like going back to Japan after five years. Has it been five years? Six years? Five and a half years? I really can't believe it's been that long. When I, remember, I remember sitting on the plane as I was leaving Japan. I was on New Year's, New Year's Eve 2012, going into 2013. And I was sitting on the plane. I'd just, been, I'd just got a job.、Um, I was promoted at the British Council where I was working. I was going to live in Qatar. I was sitting on that plane and I was thinking, man, I'm not ready to leave Japan right now. I'm really not. And I had big mixed feelings about it. And part, it was partly because I'd so much of my improvement in, in Japanese had come from in, in the, in the previous six months or so, once I finally changed up my, my method and, and started learning, um, properly instead of just messing around with, well, anyway, that's, that's, a, that's a story for another day. But, um,、uh, <laughs> I never would have guessed that it would take me five and a half years to actually go back to Japan. I haven't been back since. So yeah, very much looking forward to that and to speaking Japanese in Japan again. Okay, I'd like to thank the wonderful italki for sponsoring the show. Whether you're looking for an experienced professional teacher or a newer teacher who specializes in just helping you practice your speaking skills and your conversation, italki has everything for you and you can get a free lesson with a teacher of any language by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Okay then, let's hear from Nick. Hi, Ali. My name's Nick and I'm from New York. I'm trying to learn Spanish. I really like the Memorize app. I just wanted to see what your opinion of it was. Thank you. Hey, Nick, thank you very much for your question.、Um, that's, this is a different kind of question, which I like. All right, so what do I think of Memorize? Okay, so a、uh, bit of background. I have used Memorize before, although not extensively. A, a lot of the,、um, you know, since I discovered the, the world of、uh, Sort of、uh, online language learning and things like that. I've been learning languages which have not been supported widely by、uh, a lot of the, the popular apps and language learning platforms out there. So I've been, I've been learning Cantonese and Arabic and Thai and things like that. And a lot of、uh, those languages are not really supported partly because of the, of the written script makes it quite difficult for, for learners to actually write in those languages.、Um, so a lot of my, my experience with this has been kind of,、um, Well, with Memorize in particular, has, has been kind of playing around in, in, in different languages that I am familiar with and just kind of seeing, seeing how it works. And、um, I should also say that I haven't used Memorize for the last two or three years, so it might have totally changed. But, but from what I understand,、uh, it's, it's pretty much the same as it always was because it's got a very strong、um, kind of concept behind it, Memorize, which is,、um, you know, it's, it's essentially the same as flashcards, right? So you've got 
uh, an algorithm that that brings words or cards or I think they, they have a different term for them, whatever they call them. It kind of brings them back to you every so often and helps you um, recall them in different ways by, by recognizing them or actually inputting text and typing stuff in. Uh, and it, it works along that basis. Um, a good friend of mine, Alex, actually works for, for Memorize and um, he gives me an insight into the, the work that goes on there. And I know for a fact that at Memorize, they really do put an awful lot of thought into their products and what they're developing there. I know uh, it is a, a company that's led by people who are really doing good work. And um, that's not something that can be said about a lot of different apps. So uh, although I'm not as familiar as maybe I sh- as I should be with uh, with the, the ins and outs of Memorize, um, I have a lot of faith in, in, in the company and, and the people who are, who are running it. So um, I am a big fan of, uh, of flashcard apps, as you may know. And the reason is because I think it's a very valuable discipline to identify uh, new vocabulary that you learned, capture it somehow, and then go back to review that vocabulary later. One of the most important principles of language learning is repetition. And that's why flashcards are so popular. And Memorize kind of works on that basis. The main difference between Memorize and, and standard flashcards would be that with Memorize you have a lot more, uh, a lot of, a lot more different options for how to study those cards. So sometimes they'll show you a card and all you have to do is recognize it. Sometimes you've got a multiple choice, so they'll show you four cards and they'll say, well, which card means this? And you have to pick the other one. And then they'll show you a, a card with a few letters missing or a word missing and you have to type in that word. So it challenges you from lots of different perspectives, which many people find really valuable because they like the the, the variety of reading and writing and um, and other, other forms of of testing, if you like. The other thing about Memorize is they have huge libraries of of, of, um, of decks, or courses, which people have pre-prepared. So you have like the 5,000 most common Spanish um, words, or I don't know, 100 phrasal verbs in English, whatever it may be. Uh, Memorize is so popular that people have been, um, you know, creating these kind of decks for years now. There's lots of lots of choice there. I think I've also used the, the, the Memorize smartphone app at some point, although again, I'm, I'm not really up to date with all this stuff. Now, having said all of that, here's why I don't use Memorize personally. Firstly, I prefer, although I love flashcards, I prefer a flashcard setup which is very simple, which is to say I like to be able to put what I want on my flashcards and study them in the way that I want. When I used Memorize before, I found that I was being asked to do too much stuff that I didn't want to do. So I had to, um, you know, type stuff in, which... (laughs) was partly difficult because I was learning uh, difficult languages, which weren't very easy to type, like Cantonese. Um, but also because like, I, I have my way of using flashcards, uh, which works very well for me, and I've kind of bedded down over the years. And I don't want to be uh, at the mercy of uh, programs that try and get me to do different things. You know, I, I like to be able to see the two different sides of the cards, uh, at the touch of a button, flip between them in the way that I want, and then use my own um, um, sort of mental way of, of processing the language and remembering the language to kind of do the heavy lifting. Uh, and I think that's a key point. I, I, Because I've got my way of working, I like to follow that way of working and do the heavy lifting of the memorizing, if you like, in my brain with the way that I know works for me. Um, and any steps that you put in between me and doing that is just not going <laughs> to work for me personally, right? So... Um, so in that sense, for me, no, nothing is ever going to be a, a simple uh, 
setup of flashcards with no gimmicks, uh, which use space repetition. Um, I, I like to use flashcards deluxe. That's the, the software that I use because it's, um, it's really easy to get, to, uh, to get set up. Uh, far less confusing than, than Anki. And it just, yeah, it just works really well for me. I've got no reason to, to use anything else. Now, the other thing I've noticed with Memorize is that many people like to study the, the pre-written and pre-created um, courses there. So I gave the example earlier of, you know, the, the 5,000 most common Spanish words or I don't know, 250 Spanish verbs or something like that. Now, I'm not a big fan of this. I'm not a fan of using pre-written uh, flashcards. Because there's too much you don't know. For a start, you don't know who made them. Uh, you don't know how they were selected. So, you know, for example, if it's 250 Spanish verbs, you know, how were they selected? Um, why were they selected? What's the criteria? And why do you, what makes you think they're going to be useful for you? Just because they are Spanish verbs, it doesn't mean they're Spanish verbs that you need, right? And then, so if you extend that to 5,000 Spanish words or whatever, you know, how, how much time of, how many of those 5,000 words are you going to go to great pains to try and memorize without actually knowing whether you're ever going to need those words in the first place? And, and also because you, you're given words which are totally out of context. And the, the most effective way of learning any vocabulary is within context, right? So the benefit of creating your own flashcard decks is that you can see language in context. So for example, you're watching a movie and you, you, you learn a new word from the context of the movie. So you've already got the context of that word, and then you can create your own flashcards. But because you've gone to the effort of creating your own flashcards, it's much more meaningful for you. you know, you've chosen that word because you want to learn it. You've already heard it in context, so you kind of know how it should be used. You've got a lot of stuff there. When you just open up this this deck that somebody else has made, you've got none of that context. So you're kind of learning arbitrary information without any of the the features or qualities that make vocabulary useful or meaningful or easy to memorize in the first place. So it's, it's a kind of uphill battle doing something that is not particularly useful for you. Now, obviously within, you know, if you've got a, a course of 5,000 words, obviously there will be some words in there that are useful. But for me, that's putting the cart before the horse. And the th language learning is all about relevance. It's all about you making proactive decisions about the stuff that you want to learn. Because when you do that, that's when you... Um, that's when you really learn stuff more easily and that's more relevant and practical to you. And that's how you can, you know, make, make really fast progress. So when I see people kind of using a lot of, uh, other people's decks and pre-made courses, courses of, you know, frequency lists of words or whatever, I, I, I always, uh, I don't, I don't like it so much. I don't think it's a good, uh, a good habit to use. Now, having said all that, there, I'm, there may be, uh, lots of, new features of Memorize, which I don't know about. There might be lots of, uh, I don't know, there may even be courses there with lots of inbuilt context and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm totally willing to be uh, educated on this. And uh, I'm actually, as I said before, I'm planning on learning Italian this year. So I uh, I had it as a kind of mental mental note to go back and, and, and try using Memorize a little bit for that to see, to see what I can find. So um, those are my thoughts. And again, I have to stress, they are... They are, they may well be uninformed thoughts, but, um, cause I'm a little bit out of date, but I do try to base the stuff that I talk about on, on kind of principles, which are timeless rather than, uh, you know, specifics. If you are a regular memorized user, maybe you want to put me in my place or correct me or to or add anything to what I've said. Um, then, uh, please do you come over to the show notes. They will be at I will teach you a forward slash episode two, four, 
nine. Now, quick note on the show notes, uh, as I may have mentioned before, um, we're in the process of uh, upgrading the website. And as a consequence of that, like there's a lot of, we're kind of not publishing a lot of stuff on the website right now because uh, we then have to, uh, basically we've already transferred across all the content, you know, years of blog posts from the old site to the new site. And so anything that we now publish, we have to move across manually, which is a bit of a, a pain. So the show notes for the podcast might not be very up to date over the next few weeks or so. Um, but that will be fixed over time. I promise. Uh, so if you do go over to the show notes and you find something resembling a shell, then it's not because I don't care. <laughs> it's because we're just uh, uh, in the process of moving over to the new site. All right, then at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And uh, given that I've um, talked about flashcards and stuff today, I thought I'd point you in the direction of a book that I wrote. Well, it's not really a book. It's more of a guide, a 70 page or so guide. And it is my a kind of comprehensive look at how I use flashcards. All right. So how I use flashcard software myself to learn and memorize vocabulary. It's a system that I've uh, developed over the years. It works really well um, for me and a lot of other people have found it really useful as well. So if you'd like to pick up a copy, I think it's $7. So it's pretty, um, you can get that instead of your daily Starbucks. And you can find that by going to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash make words stick. That's the name of the of the guide. So once again, IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash make words stick. Thanks for listening. See you back in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a, a, a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free. And if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course. 